yo, 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 yo. Yo, 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 aha, yeah, you have now entered square circle 101, you got your man, the Titanian stallion, Mr. Sunny Oak, now with me is one of the most accurate shooters of all time, because every load is a headshot, my man shooter, how you doing? Uh, it's called a facial, make sure you hit us up on facebook.com for Square Circle 101, or hit us up on Instagram at Square Circle 101, or talk a little smack to us on Twitter at Talking Smack 101. How you doing today, baby? I'm doing wonderful, man. I had a good day. So, what, what, what was it, Labor Day? So, we had a good holiday off. Got my workout in for today, man. It's been a good weekend. Um, we missed last week's recording because you don't know how to answer your phone or answer your doorbell. And That's right. you got 30 cars outside, and nobody me. wants to open the door up for the black man. I see how it is, though. Some things never change. Yeah. <laughs> as like, progressive we can like, get. Some you even got a camera outside. I was like, you guys see me. I've been in there before. I was like, camera all right. Just looks uh, away. <laughs> the camera. You know, oh, uh, God. Uh, sorry about that. We're all human. We all make mistakes. I don't. Continue. <laughs> uh, you're my friend, so. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. You I go. inherited we all you. Get, we all get one <laughs> 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 in the custody battle. Mm, battle. I did. It wasn't Actually, lying. Um, how we winning, man? What you got for me? All right. So I can't just give you a quote. I have to give you a story behind this quote. I like what this And goes. I thought that I would hold off for the right, uh, the right bout. And then the aftermath will be the next show. But mm -hmm. anyway, so I went to go see Ali Sadiq last night. Do you know who that is? I, bro, come on, man. Dude. Yes. Dude. So Domino Effect Sadiq, one and two. Dude, he, I never cried during the stand up special to that. Dude, Domino he's too, he's hilarious. So, he's a, hey, you guys look him up. Ali Sadiq, man, he's a great comedian. So. Did you know he used to be a boxer? Yeah, out of Houston. Yep. And in his gym that he grew up boxing out of, the best boxer from that gym was. Is that I don't know. George Foreman. Nice. Yeah. Did he mention that? He must. He he didn't mention it. I know that what he's doing with his stand-ups right now is that he's telling it's it's all a progressing story from beginning to oh, end. Oh yeah, so so, so, so what, this is so what, th what you saw hasn't been released yet. Oh, so yeah. I'm snitching on it right now. No, but I'm yeah. supposed well, to <laughs> yeah, watch so, it at least. <laughs> so look, so look, so he goes he goes into like his family history in order. He talks about how his son is a boxer now, nice. and him and his son got into it over the trash, and then they were like, "We can settle this one or two ways. One <laughs> or three ways." It was like we could go. You can take the trash out, yeah, or I can put my hands on you, and then you can take the trash out, or we can box. And his son said, "We can box." So they go to the gym. How old is the son? Uh, twenty nine. Oh, yeah, twenty nine. Oh. oh. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> anyway. So that that's not even about that. So yeah. he boxes his son. So he comes from a family of like a fighters and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And then he goes into this long story about how him, how about his mom and his sister got into a fist fight. Got into a fist fight and altercation, right? It, 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 the whole thing is comedy. It's it's funny the way you yeah, bring yeah. it. And then he said, like, do you know how when you say something before a fight, you know, just let you know the fight's about to, you know, commence mm -hmm. or whatever. And he said, he said, to this day, I've never heard nothing harder. And I'm and I don't think I've ever heard anything harder either. He said, This is how he knew the fight was over and his mom was gonna win over his sister. He said, his mom said to his sister, I've been a cat way too long to get fucked by a kitten. <laughs> and the first thing I thought about was, yeah. uh, first of all, I was like, yo, that's hard to say. I was like, you know, it's over. That's some, that's some old school stuff. Yeah, I've been yeah, a cat yeah. way too long to get fucked by a kitten. And then I, I think, but there's a whole bunch of things I think about mm -hmm. what, uh, what I wanted to say before was, you know, when they always talking about, you know, Terrence Crawford versus Boots mm -hmm. Ennis or whatever. I'm like, hey, bro, you're not you're you're not ready for it. Man, no disrespect to anybody. There's levels, to this, there's levels to that. And it, uh, he said that Eddie was Blanco from the Bronx. He said <laughs> he said to this day his he says to his sister meow meow <laughs> whatever 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 he wants to piss her off just because just because of that man. Was so that I was just quote, like meow meow. Yeah, nah, I've been a cat way too long, man. That, I I thought that was a cold thing to say, man. That's cold. That's that's so that's, that's that's some that's some sixties and fifties type yeah, stuff, yeah. man. That you don't that you're not gonna get uh, around to here anymore, man. That that's some that's old school stuff. 
But well, I thought that was I, I thought that was hilarious. I'll get to hear him tell the story whenever he releases that stand up special. Oh, it was it was I enjoyed it a lot, man. It was it was so funny. It was so funny. But I thought that was He's the whole background guy. to him. And oh, yeah. and he was like so it was like the top twenty five boxers uh, out of his gym, and he was number seventeen. Nice. That I did not know too. Yeah, yes. like he was. So I guess he was the real thing back. George in the Foreman, day. number one. Yeah. 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 They used to call him. It, when you watch his other specials, they talk about him because that's one of the reasons why he never got messed with is because everybody knew. Yeah, that he had hands. Yeah. yeah, when he was in. So he's like, he was talking about when his specials, a guy named Sugar, a gay guy named Sugar. He said, but we didn't call him Sugar because he was gay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was because of Sugar Ray Leonard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, all right, one more time. What's the quote? I've been a cat way too long to get fucked by a kitten. That's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. <laughs> it's so beautiful. It is so, so beautiful. beautiful. All right, Ben, how you feeling now? Feeling good? I feel good, man. So we, we had getting, the, we getting started. We, had some we got local a lot fights. to cover. We had some local fights there. Uh, the headliner was Austin Brooks versus Juan Chavez. Well, <laughs> I think the I think the thing about this was is like this was they had we missed the first fight at the Queen mm-hmm. uh, when we used to do the Battle of the Boat yeah. and talk about that on the show. And this was I think the second uh, yeah. bout that they had down there. I went to the it first was, one. You went to the first one. Yes, Where was I at? One. I don't know. You said you couldn't make it for something. Probably working. No. Okay, so you're just doing things without me now. No. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, sounds no, don't say nah after you just tell me what you did. Anyway. So this was this was my first uh my first fight back, you know, going to it live. And I still tell today, I still tell people to this day, there is nothing better than a boxing event. A live love boxing it, event. Love it, love like it, out love of it. every sporting event that you can go to. And I love local fights like this. This is the kind of fights I grew up watching with my dad taking me in Vegas. Was they're so intimate. Mm-hmm. You know the, the the fighters are right there. Yeah, like we well, had, they got a big. Well, they got a bigger venue oh. now. They got a, it's it's way it's way bigger than it was when it was at the old Queen. Yes. Uh, now that they moved well, to the bigger stadium, but still, the there's not a bad seat in the house. Not at all. Not at all. Almost. I would even say, like last time when me and when me and um, Lisa went, we sat up in the higher part, and that was probably a better view than when I was up or close because you see the whole thing. Yeah, and you know? not just from one side. Not just from one yeah. side. Yeah, exactly. So, but it was it was an entertaining fight card. It was, Very entertaining fight card. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Um, and we got a KTFO at the yeah. end of the night. Um, we saw a local guy kind of fail, mm-hmm. look bad. Came out really hyped. I can't remember his name, um, but I remember that he definitely looked like he was. He did broke the cardinal sin by having sex during his training camp. So that's what showed <laughs> him the fight. He had no legs. Well, one of the things. I love about these local fights, and especially when you got a lot of people who got you know smaller records or mm-hmm. are up and coming, is because it's just like Olympic style, man. You only got four or five rounds to really make an impact, so you don't have time to break people down mm-hmm. by the body and hopefully yeah. in the later to drag them into the later rounds. You don't have later rounds. You got four. You got yes, four yes. rounds to you yeah. know get your work done and you make it look impressive. Because if you're down two rounds, I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, that's forty percent of your fight. Yeah. That's forty to fifty percent of your fight. And uh, who said you can change your judges' minds? Like you're gonna have a lot. You got an uphill b- battle to climb after that. Now, one of the things I, I love about local fights too is we get moments where it's like a, like Showbox New Generation. Yeah. Because the guy who main the main event on the card. This is Toro Promotions. Yeah. Um, this is the first time I think I've been to a fight here where it what didn't have at least a Brian Homequest fighter. Yeah. So it's it's interesting to see, and I guess they're they're local also. Uh, but Washington State is having kind of a boxing renaissance right now. Because we've had uh, about five new gyms open up in the last year. With one of them being the Benavidez, Jose Benavidez Jr. Mm-hmm. His dad, David Benavidez, is training out in Renton, Washington now. So it's not bad. But this, the, the main event was um, the fight that I thought would definitely go to dense, distance, a 10-round fight because of their fight, their knockout record. Yeah. Uh, the Austin Brooks and Chavez. But yeah. Austin Brooks, man, he KTFO'd that dude pretty good. Well, it was a KTFO, but he... <laughs> He folded them. He folded, he folded them. So it was, you, you can see, just like what we talked about, there's different levels to this stuff. And what what he had was just a better regiment for fighting. Yeah. As, uh, well, I know the dude that he opponent. fought was like a 2015 bronze medalist. And, mm-hmm. and their, their records were both like 11. And they both had about combined, I think, 28 fights yeah. total in the wins category anyways. So for the last 10 years, he obviously wasn't doing much. Yeah. So they found someone who the, the plan was to get him some rounds. What a veteran fighter. I don't, which is what, was what you do. Yeah, a, a young veteran, yeah. I guess you would say. And, and it's still too soon with this dude, Austin Brooks. I mean, he looked really good, I thought. Mm-hmm. But it's still too soon to say if, if, if we happen to witness someone on the up-and-coming maybe 
gonna make a dent in it. But yeah, just how well, who starts, knows? Though. We'll who see. Knows? We'll see. Who knows? Maybe I would love to see. Wouldn't it be great if one of these next ones they have? Um, it's just like is your Friday night fights at ESPN. Oh no, I love I love some things like that because like a lot of times when we'll catch these boxers, like when they'll be like you know whether it's Emmanuel Navarrete or something like this, who mm-hmm. become a, a world champion after that, and you're like, okay, he has one or two losses. Yeah, and you're like, when was this? Then you go have to dig way deep into the crates and look at it's there within yeah. their first five matches. You know when they're just becoming a professional. I think Juan Manuel like Marquez lost his first fight. Yeah professional fight and then went on a tear after that mm-hmm. so it's, it's it's possible something we're, about that de- something about that. that defeat or catapult you depending on who you are man yeah it, it, and this is this is every, this is the 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 sport coming down from the post uh mayweather era you know yeah everybody's still kind of coming down from this high and he's still out there so you know that that 50 and 0 is always going to be some kind of weird benchmark yeah when it's not really a benchmark for true heads no true not heads. at all not for the true heads of course now Let's talk about, let's get into this ESPN fight card. Okay. All right. Now, I have mentioned many times before, when you come across someone, in the fight game especially, and they still have the nickname that their mama gave them, mm-hmm. you should be aware of that dude. Yeah. You should, you should make sure you do your research before you take the fight, at least. Yeah. Jump in, don't just jump into it. Because when you brought up Bruce Carrington, I was like, this, this, from the famous Carringtons and... <laughs> You know, from not from Notting Hill. You know, <laughs> and I was like, but when, when I saw, oh, Shushu. Yeah. Right away, I knew who it was. He he went against Antonio Contreras. I had the fight up here in front of me, and uh, he, this is this guy is definitely this is probably his third or probably fourth. So ESPN Bruce Carrington, show. right now, after uh, he won this last fight from a unanimous decision, mm-hmm. he's nine and zero with five knockouts. We've seen him before, but it's one of those things where even just getting back into the fold of all the boxers and all that kind of stuff like that. He gave me a Shakur Stevenson as far as how young, well, mm-hmm. not as young, but he gave me that a, a young up-and-coming fighter that knows his distance, knows his smarts, knows not to overextend himself, knows how to take calculated risk and chances and to hit and not get hit. Yeah. And the guy he fought... Antonio Contreras. Yeah. So he wasn't nothing spectacular, but that's what you're supposed to do when they're not spectacular. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to make them look like they don't belong in that same category field. Yeah, you're looking for the knockout for this, and he didn't get that, but he looked very impressive for the caliber of talent that was in mm-hmm. there. And uh, I'm these are one of those guys that you definitely want to keep an eye on. We said this as soon as we saw Shakur Stevenson when he first came out, and you're like, hey, we need to get this guy more yeah. fights. He needs to get more rounds. So it's like, we, just like we said, he yeah. eight round fight. It went to unanimous decision. I thought he could have put him away if he wanted to, but uh, those rounds are needed. Yeah, no. you never you Outside never want to four- go into the final rounds of a big fight. Never been there. One thing I do like, even with the most casual boxing fan, they know if you see a fight set for eight rounds, mm-hmm. it's in a young up and comer. Right? Yeah, we got the young up and comer, and that's always good to see, especially if they're more entertaining, the better. But when they're Sometimes I hope people recognize that when you see an eight-round fight on ESPN, that's he's a little bit more than just a young up-and-comer. Yeah. Because not everybody gets on TV that doesn't have a ten-round fighter plus. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Because that's usually all you air. Because mm-hmm. it's it's, but it's good that we get it because it shows how good it is also and and people opening up the boxing more. Yeah. Because you know? it, it's the money in the sport obviously got to the point where promoters had to finally help bring us the best fights. And that's one thing also I like to talk about at the end of this year. Is maybe I think we should rank this year of boxing. See what you think also. But Shushu Carrington. Of the Bruce Car- Carrington. Of the famous Hood Carringtons from Brownsville, I believe, <laughs> is what they said. Yep. So what's next? Um, this guy here, he's about ready. I think he's ready for 10-round fights, but I don't know if he's going to have has the resume that's going to draw in opponents for 10-round fights. Um but we'll have to see. What what is you? Do you know what his record is? You have it in front of you. I said he was nine and zero with five knockouts. Five knockouts. Okay. Where were you? Huh? <laughs> when I brought that up. Zoning out probably. Mm-hmm. All right. I wrote down nut check. Now I've I've watched a lot of boxing. I've watched. Is that, is that where you want to go first, or do you want to cover? Oh no, Ni- Nico Ali Walsh. I'm yeah. sorry. So we continue to cover Nico Ali Walsh for one reason and one reason only. Mm-hmm. For being Muhammad Ali's grandson. Mm-hmm. So we're just like whether it's uh, Conor McGregor or Tommy Fury or any one of these guys or whatever. 
not necessarily that we don't. At least he's a boxer, but mm. it's not necessarily we cover him just because, you know, we think he's great. He's a he's an okay boxer. Mm -hmm. He's but we he's cover him power. just because we cover him because of the lineage that he has. What's his record too? Is he still got as many fights as like Bruce Carrington? Yeah, he before this fight he was eight zero with five KOs. Okay. Did you see this fight? I did not. You did not see. Do you know anything about this fight? Nothing about this fight. I just know that they happened. Nico Ali Wall suffered his first loss already. Okay. In this fight, and uh, the guy Sona Akel or whatever did nothing spectacular. Beat him. Just come forward, hard nose down, out. Just outworked him. From the opening bell. You can tell Nico Ali Walsh was a better boxer, but this is the first time he had somebody really put pressure on him that he could not. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I, I don't want to say beat off, yeah. but <laughs> pause. But uh, this is somebody he couldn't back up with his jab or even use his length because yeah. he was taller and longer than the guy, but um, he actually lost a majority decision. Mm, uh, yeah. So one person had it a draw. Interesting. That, that's yeah. obviously the top rank, probably judge. But um, yeah. So now let me ask you this one here, because yeah. this is one of these things, and this is gonna this could contradict everything I just said, also, with um, about about uh, Shushu, because at the same we're right back at now. You know, is it good that we had someone this, with this many fights? Now, I think this is a promotional issue, also, with um, you know, you remember Gino Cabrera, right? Okay. So Gino Cabrera, he just fought recently. He and lost to um, who? We just saw him lose on the Truth card, Craw Crawford Spence, and his, his name is Gino Cabrera Belletti. Is his actual name? Yeah. He's half Italian, half Mexican, but he marketed on TV as just straight Mexican. Now I'm pretty sure Nico Walsh. His name is just Nico Walsh. Yeah. You know, but they got to throw the Ollie in there for something. Like they that. did it in Creed, man. He's yeah. like. Donis exactly. Johnson Creed or whatever exactly. is like and, the, and the name the name sells. That's what they have to do yeah. with this one because because of that also, like Shushu was knocking KTFOs out. And we've got one from Nico Ali Walsh, maybe, as as far as the five fights I've seen of him. Yeah. Um Shushu is one I, I I understand. You see the skill. Yeah. It makes sense why he was on mm -hmm. had an eight round fight on ESPN. Now with Nico Ali Walsh, this is his first loss at a young age. Yeah. How does top rank handle it at this point? Keep giving them a fight. The name sells, man. Yeah. And so what? What one thing about boxing is that's different from most sports. You get it in the beginning of the NFL season where they market the schedule to who got traded. So it's like now this year they're waiting for Green Bay to play the Jets. Mm -hmm. So you can see the return of Aaron Rodgers to his former team and all that kind of stuff like that. So starting like that. that and that's the same with boxing. So yeah. you got, you're always going to say there's never going to be a fight where Nico Ali Walsh is in where they're not going to reference Muhammad Ali because nostalgia reigns yeah. supreme on of all, all of us. That's the, re that's the reason why we're all covering. Time. That's the reason why we're covering him is yeah. because of who he who he is or and who's who who's kin. Who's yeah. his kin? And then so this is his first uh, first fight with a loss. He. He he fought in his own typical he fought in his typical fashion, but he just got outworked, and I just thought that had to be covered. So yeah, he did suffer his first loss, which is which is it's not crazy because you're kind of you're kind of waiting for the other shoe to fall. Like on this, I didn't yeah. I never saw anything where it was just like not nothing too explosive, nothing too explosive, yeah, or whatever, nothing because that he didn't show the it factor. I guess you would say he's good, yeah, but definitely good. So I mean, now it's about what is this Rocky? It's not about how hard you hit about. How hard you take the hit and keep going sometimes. Mm -hmm. So we'll have to see how he bounces back. Yep. For sure. Because he's gonna he's gonna how many how many fights did we watch Chavez Jr. get after he started after he suffered his first loss? Whole bunch. A whole bunch. Whole still. bunch. And it's only because of his pappy. Yes. Only yes. because of his pappy. He fought so. Anderson Silva and lost to him in Mexico. I forgot that happened. That that was that was one of the greatest moments ever when I when I found out <laughs> that he lost and like and got worked the whole fight in fashion. I was like, that was just great. That was great. And and it's and maybe I'll be just getting older when I feel a little bit of compassionate for the guy because like it's one of those things where this is his dad's fault to be. It, it really is. Yeah, because you never you never fall in the footsteps of a great man. That not you like, kind of create your own path. Exactly. And instead of trying to make him do it, you should have just instead of letting him learn to box at eighteen, mm -hmm. you should have just taught him. You should yeah. let him stay in the gym with you. It is what it is. Now 
Are we ready for that nut check? Now, for Pause. most, probably all the men, that all, everybody listens to the show, unless you're tuning in for his beautiful voice, everybody has heard of it, you've experienced it, it's like the game Spear the Queer, right? And this, I've never seen a fight end in disqualification of this fashion, I think. I've seen a man get his ear bit, watch that one live. And even then, when I saw that, I was just like, he can keep fighting, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you see that, it was just like, as long as he kept fighting. That was my but, thought, too. But the, how do you feel about the ref stopping this one? I think, go ahead. He, Kosobuski, was who we're talking, we're talking about F.A. Ajabo versus Kosobuski. Can't really, pre that's his name, Jean Kosobuski. And Welcome to Ellis what, we, what we saw has been a theme because there was a couple of heavyweight fights between the morning, um, whether it's Usyk and then in America. Mm -hmm. And, and we're going to get to the body shots. We're going to get to the body shots eventually. Mm -hmm. and, but it seems like the Eastern Europeans just have a problem with that. Yeah. They because do. even with they, they always go a little low, it seems like. Well, it, even well, even with that, just taking it because look mm -hmm. at how Andre Ward beat Sergey Kovalov. Yeah. It was you know it was body shots that got to him, and then so we saw we we we're talking about those fights. But Evia Jogba, I one thing I did like about him, I don't think I really saw like an uh him go up in stature as far as like his skills, but I love the fact that when he was hitting on the belt line and the guy was complaining about it, mm -hmm. he stayed going to the body. Yeah. I really like that and I really appreciate that. Mm -hmm. He's like, look, I know what I can do and I know I'm hitting on that yeah. belt line and this counts. Mm -hmm. But then Kosobusi took, <laughs> he took offense to that and started hitting this guy low blows. How many low blows did he hit FA Jogbe with? Three or four? <sighs> Probably four, I think. So he got, I forgot which round it was, but he got, Two points taken away in one round, and I think because it'd be, and then he had a whole bunch of warnings. He got dis, he got disqualified yeah. in the fourth round, so he was basically av averaging one nut check around <laughs> on purpose. Oh man, what, what did you think about this fight, man? I thought it was I thought it was sloppy, and it didn't give me what I wanted. Not to what see. I wanted from uh, Fa because this is a guy that we, uh, you know, he's always he's like a, he reminds me of like a. If they cloned Deontay Wilder, he's one of the first ones they did. And yeah, they're still working on another one. Yeah, but and I and I like the guy because because he, he has he has power. He's entertaining. Very. We, entertaining. He went on a you know a real big tear. You know he's eighteen he's eighteen and one. Uh, we discussed him last week. Eighteen and one with thirteen KOs. He, one of those wins on his record also didn't even throw one punch. Uh, <laughs> the disqualified where the guy got in the guy ring. Just left. He just got just in the got ring and got out. Left. I think he still got paid for that as long as he. Yeah, he yeah. did. I believe he but, did. It was in the contract. So, kind of smart. But this was one of these things where I've, I've never seen a guy quit on the offense. Because when he hit when he hit him in the when he hit him in the nuts the yeah. last time he walked away like he's yeah. like I know exactly. I know this is over I know you're gonna call exactly. it exactly you've warned me too many times mm -hmm. but I'm having a problem with it and he he found his his own way yeah. his out. own way out yeah. I I don't think I've ever seen because like the thing is now go is it better to have the DQ than the actual loss because because doesn't it, yes. doesn't it categorize it as itself it can't no. It, that's a draw. No, it, can't, it still is a loss. Okay. It still counts as a loss, but I'd probably, you know, you can always make an excuse for a DQ. Yeah, yeah. You can't make an excuse that many Roy excuses Jones for the loss. loss was, wasn't that a DQ also? I don't remember. I remember. Oh, versus uh, Tarver? Think about John Jones, actually. Or, sorry. Yeah. His, his one loss is a DQ. Sorry, so, anyways. But, but Busi was 19-0 with 18 knockouts going into this fight, and your frustration got the better of you. That's you that shows lasted, that shows terrible poise. It lasted twelve minutes, and with that DQ from a nut check, man. Yeah, I, I don't. I I honestly don't know what to say about that because it was just. It says so much about his character. Yeah. That I don't. It might be. It's probably too soon because financially it wouldn't be the smart decision. But it should be the time to think about whether or not you want to continue boxing for sure. Mm. Because you it, you're gonna get hurt or hurt yourself. Yeah. At this point, because and this is probably his first fight. On American TV and last fight, most likely. So we'll see what happens. It with looks that one. like, yeah, all of his stuff was overseas. A lot of a lot of fights he had it was in Germany. Now, do you just come back and make that your name yeah. now? Net check. <laughs> Is that you own it? 
Nah, the only way you to get, got, this, get you, this back. You're, he's going to have to, when he comes back, he's going to have to do something because, like, you don't want that reputation to follow you around because then you ain't gonna people, get no people, yeah, you, nobody's going to, nobody's going to fight you. Yeah. And then that psychologically does, we've seen hundreds of fights where mm -hmm. a ref has called something too, too far below the belt and then they're scared to go back. That's why I yes. said I appreciate uh, Jog Bay for going back mm -hmm. to it because it makes a lot of people really tense when it comes to yeah. hitting on the waistline. So caution to fight. So yeah, uh, he he's gonna come back and he's gonna have to clean up and keep it a fair fight and he's gonna have to probably KO somebody to make. Uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not throwing my man under the bus, but when you do something bad, what do you do? You come back and you play better, yeah. and we forget about the bad stuff. Yes. All right. That's, that, that's how that's how you that's how you do that's how you get a, get far in this world. Because it can be forgiven. It, it, it can always, be forgiven. Hey, that's hey. for sure. History is remembered by the winners, man. That's true. That's true. That's all. It's not no asterisks mm -hmm. on he did this and I'm, nobody's gonna remember nut check as long as you're as long as you're it's, winning. It's written by the winners. <laughs> yeah. Same thing. Anyways, now, how did you feel? Are you ready to move on? Well, I, yeah. I want to talk about FA real quick. Do you see him as a real fringe contender for a title? No. Okay. Let's move on. <laughs> I, I don't either. No, uh, I, not I right know. now. Not saying he can't be, but he, yeah, yeah, he, he, he's really rough around the edges. And we're talking about somebody who's in the same division as Deontay Wilder, but I see Deontay Wilder has way more boxing prowess than FA yes. Jogbe. Definitely better ring president generalship. Um, and we're gonna that that's something too that's hopefully gonna come arise here. But let's talk about the man who's right there at contenders, uh, Jared Anderson. Yeah. Now he went against Andre Redenko. Not familiar with him at all. Um, but I do know big baby Jared Anderson. And this is a guy, very nice outfits walking into the ring. Mm -hmm. Usually themed based off of something going on in current events or the zeitgeist. Uh, what is his record? He's 20 or, I think he's 20 and He's 16-0, 15 knockouts. 15 knockouts. One loss or one win by decision, which is always impressive. Now, mm -hmm. and that was Charles Martin, his last fight before this. That went to yes. That would all all former who was a former champion. Yeah. How did you feel about his performance? This is the best performance I've ever seen him look. Okay. This is the first time I've seen him box. This is the first time I've seen him actually move and not just mm -hmm. use his weight, size, size power. and power. Yeah. Like this is like it was it was still rough, mm -hmm. and you can tell he's trying something new because who's his trainer now? Uh, I don't know. Roy Jones Jr. That's right. <laughs> you knew that yes so you when you have somebody like that in your corner it's just like you're gonna have to you look at look at all the look at the title holders for heavyweight yes it's only two mm -hmm. when it comes down to it it's Usyk and it's Tyson Fury who yep. both are boxers yes a, a boxing reigns supreme o over everything yes and then so I saw him move a lot better in this fight and Real it was good. the first it was the first time I actually seen him and I was just like this dude has a great foundation because he has the rounds. He has all the cobwebs off of, you know, that stage of him being expected to win. You know, we saw the interview with him and uh, Roy Jones, and he talked about how you expect great things yeah, from yes, this guy. Yes. So I'm very excited to see that it worked, and he was still able to get the knockout, um, the KO in round five. But it was the TKO. They, they stopped it. I don't know if the stop was real premature. Mm -hmm. I thought he could have continued, but a lot of good body work. A lot of good body work. Good body work. To it. Yeah. A lot of good body work. I like Jared Anderson a lot. Um, <laughs> I love he had a little conspiracy theory speech at the end of uh, his fight, though. He just talked about it's um it's like you know the last speech you kind of hear from someone when they claim to be independent until they're not. Um, but I did like it because he said he's gonna be who's gonna be, and I do like that. I think he was trying to make up an excuse for not not knocking somebody out in a certain fashion. Yeah. Right, because. We see this with Edgar Belanga. Um, an, an expectation got expected of him pretty quick. Mm -hmm. And now, to me, he's kind of fell off. And I, I don't know if it's that he fell off or maybe the expectation was a little too high as a fan. Yeah. You know? And you, not, talk about like not just, just, you talk about just like him knocking people out and all that kind out. of stuff exactly. like that. And Jared Anderson now, he's not doing it in the same fashion he was in the first 15 fights, which is... No Deontay Wilder, obviously, because no one is Deontay mm -hmm. Wilder. No one is Mike Tyson. Yeah. But it's 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 a good eye opener because you see the real skills he has. Like one of the things I liked with Deontay Wilder is when he blew out his bicep. Yeah. You never saw how good his jab really is. Yeah. So. And for Jared Anderson, this uh, performance is one of those. I think it was one of those good moments where you got to see. That. Andre Ward said, 
everybody's a wolf until they run into another wolf. Yep. And then so there may be somebody who you can't knock out. Mm-hmm. And then when your plan A goes out the window, how good is your plan B and C? Yep. And then so when you have, we, we've seen it. We've seen it with Earl Spence. Yes. When you run into somebody who you can't bully, you can't punk, you're not as str- who's just as strong as mm-hmm. you. Then what other tools do you have? You this is this is not a savage sport. Yes, this isn't this isn't UFC where you can just try to overpower. But you there there are strategic things to boxing, and we always said it. Whether it's you know Ali over Foreman, whether it's Floyd over Canelo, whether mm-hmm. it's you know Tyson Fury over Deontay Wilder. The boxing IQ and the boxing skill has to take precedence over the power every single time. Like yes. just like we ju- you just said, mm-hmm. there's not a whole bunch of Deontay Wilders. No. And then as soon as you ran to somebody who could box and they can take that power, you you need the you need these tools to be able to mm-hmm. pull. You don't have look. You don't have to use them all the time. Mm-hmm. Now, if you know you how to ready, use, though. you need them ready. So yes. like if you can sit there and knock everybody out, then so be it. But if you can't, you run into that person, you can't. Then it's all right, I have a plan B that's just as solid as my plan A. Yes. And then so that's what I think Jared uh, Jared Anderson is working on and going to that foundation. I like Jared, I like Big Baby a lot. I think he's really, really good, and he's going to prosper. I already uh, – he's definitely – he says he's, he's a fighter that doesn't want to be fighting for a long time. Now, I don't think he's – do you – I guess let me get your opinion on this one. Do you think he's ready for the next upper echelon? And I guess this next uh, gatekeeper status now. Who's who's at a gatekeeper for the heavyweights? You think Andy Ruiz is he a gatekeeper? Um, I don't know if my man, the Cuban fighter, I can't think of his name right now. Uh, Luis Ortiz. Ortiz. Um, so kind you of a got gatekeeper. you got him. You got Joseph Parker, Joe Joyce, who has a fight coming up. Joe Smith Jr. Oh, he's oh he's light heavyweight. He's light light heavy. Sorry, sorry. Daniel Dubois. Daniel Dubois. Daniel Dubois. Yeah. We just got a um, Dylan, who, who Dylan White, Otto Wallin. There is so much. I think he's ready for that next level. I think he needs that next level. But it's also kind of scary because, like, a lot of these guys at the top have fought each other, like yeah. whether it's Andy Ruiz and, you know, Chris Ariola, you know, Deontay Wild. Like, there are so many names that they've, they've already had a modge podge of a lot of these guys fighting each other. And then so there it's we talked about it with Shakur Stevenson it's like we know how good he is mm-hmm. but we need that name that's going to set him like okay now you're really ready for it and that's what we got in Shakur Stevenson that's what we got when he fought Oscar Valdez yeah, yeah. stuff like that so he's right there and uh, he has the skills to do it he has the power to do it but now it's just let's see if he has the will to do it and now, put him in there with some this with is better top rank. so if you're t- if you were uh, Bob Arum right now do you make Jared Anderson versus FA Jogba and see what you got. No. That's probably the correct answer. That's what I would <laughs> nah. have said. Let me check. Nah. Yes, that answer is correct. <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you. All right. What is no for a thousand? <laughs> now let's talk about my man Usyk. This is a show where we were very high on Usyk. He's one of the, he's. If Tyson yeah. Fury wasn't in this same era, he would be held so much better because yeah. mm-hmm. the level of him and everybody else has seemed so far away. Say it. Did he win this fight or did he not? No, he did not win this he fight. He did not win he this fight. He did not win this he fight went at all. Down he, got, by, he got knocked down by, by a, a body, body shot, shot and then the ref mm-hmm. let him chill and told him to chill. When have you ever seen the ref say, hey, take more time? I've seen a ref tell a guy to get up when he got knocked down before. Yes. But... <laughs> never said... Never... Take your time. That <laughs> punch was Hold on the ba- You still got a minute and a half left. Yeah. Out of your five. Now listen, you know what's wild about you know what's wild about this? Because I put it in the I put it in the Tony Harrison. I put it in the USC Texas. Mm-hmm. I put it in the Buster Douglas Mike Tyson. Nine out of ten times, Texas wins. Nine mm-hmm. out of ten times, Usyk wins this. Yes. Nine out of ten times, Tyson wins that. Yep. This was the time that he got robbed. Daniel yeah. Dubois got robbed on yes. this one. Got robbed because he because he because it took Usyk five a, minutes to get up and to be and then you jump on that, which is like I mentioned the Andre Ward Sergey Kovalev. When you see that he's hurt, mm-hmm. you stay on top of that. Yep, you stay on top of that and you put that pressure on him and you do not let him recover, mm-hmm. which is what the ref got all the way in and did. 
and ruin this fight. And this is the reason why In they always talk about now. boxing is the most corrupt sport because this is the reason why it's just like, no, I don't want to fight over there in Russia or Ukraine or any or any of that kind of stuff like that. Because stuff like this happens. Who knows if this, ha- I'm not saying it wouldn't have happened, but who knows if this happens if he fought in the States or vice versa or anywhere else. We've said this on like probably the first episode. It's the imperfections that make, that it, make perfect. it perfect. Right. It's it's one of those things. And, and, and in real time, even the, I'll, I'll speak to the commentators. The commentators even in real time at first thought it looked like a low blow. Yeah. Then on the replay, it was clearly not a belt low line. blow. It's on a belt line. Clearly not a low blow. On a belt line. So, and it, there's the heat of the moment. There's the replay. But now, also, even if the ref doesn't see it as a man, you know the reaction of a man when they're hit low. Yeah. And that's not the reaction of a man when he hits low. Nah. You know uh-uh. what I'm saying? That nah. was the reaction of a man going down from a body shot. From a body shot. And there's a big difference because even then, an accidental low blow, you're like, it's in the bro code written by Barney Stinson. Even a fight to the death, you don't hit a man in the groin. Yeah. Right? That's just what it is. So when it accidentally happens... It's one thing, but he, he, has, he lost his soul, and he was able to find religion, get it back, and knock him out. I would get, I'd be so mad at this, because where you, where you have, you know, what I thought was great with mm-hmm. Floyd was, whether it was Marcos Maidana or whether it was... Um, I almost called him Marco Antonio Brea, but no, um, uh, Luis Castillo. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, you didn't think I won this fight? Let's run this back. Yeah. I don't think Dubois can run this back and get that catch that yeah. lightning in a jar a second time. I thought yeah. that was his opportunity, and I thought it passed. And then, you know, watching this whole— Watching this whole, all these fight cards, too, I always try to check myself to make sure that I'm not being biased. Yes. Because it was— all these fight cards, it was black versus Russia. It was black versus Eastern European. And I did not want it to be like, oh, he's just going for the black guy. I'm like, no, from what I saw from all the fighters, I, I, I'm, not making, I'm not making an excuse. Yes. I really thought that he went down by a body shot. I did too. And I thought, he got, I thought that ref saved him. I thought that was some home cooking, man. And yes. I, feel, I feel bad for Dubois because you're not going to get the same opportunity with the same guy again. No, not you're not gonna. You're not gonna. Now, if you're Usyk, you're not gonna though, beat him. You're not gonna you're beat Usyk, him. A second do, you, do you run it back just to shut everybody up? Assuming, assuming that there's no Tyson Fury fight, or do you assuming just that, assuming that there's no Tyson Fury fight? Yes. Yes. It's another payday. It's a guy that I don't think is a huge threat, but at the same time, and it also allows you to work on your temperament on how do you take body shots. Yes, definitely. And I don't know if anybody can do. How do you how do you train for a good body shot, right? There's only a few ways. There's you let them push so, you in the body. A, there's only so many sit-ups you can do, man. You know, and it's still gonna. You're, okay. These guys are 220, 230, 40, 50 pounds, man. And you get hit with that power in your stomach, I, I saw, it's gonna break. I saw a clip yesterday of uh, it's, make, it's probably gonna make its round on Instagram now of, of a head football a coach, like giving his kid just up straight in the yeah. gut, uh-huh, and it was just that. like, oh man. And it was like, I just laughed at it. You know what? It's funny because I, I work out a lot, mm-hmm. but if you catch me mid breath or anything like that, it don't even, you don't even have to hit me hard. It's one of those, uh, hold, hold on, <laughs> wait, am I, did I just get the wind knocked yeah. out of me? You can, It doesn't take much for a body shot to take effect, man. Yeah, there's not much you could do. I mean, you could go rocky with the medicine ball and have someone pound you in mm-hmm. the ribs. But or we, but prepare like dodgeball we, when they're slapping we, you in the stomach. We've seen it. You've seen, you've seen, Deontay Wilder knocked Tyson Fury mm-hmm. out two, three times. Mm-hmm. But we've seen so many people go down. Once you go down from a body shot, the likelihood of you getting up is very rare. Very rare. Very rare. Especially if not. Especially and if, if you it's a clean get, one. And if you do get up, it's the next one's going to set you oh, back yeah. down. Usually. If you get up, to, if you get up, because you got, you only got nine seconds. <laughs> and then if you haven't fully recovered, take it knee. may be a wrap. Time to just take yep. a knee. Just, just Tebow it. So now for Daniel Dubois, hopefully... If, if 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 Usyk doesn't get a Tyson Fury fight, he runs it back. Um, if he's going to continue fighting, assuming he does. Now, we had a grudge match, a rematch, I guess you would say, for Chris Eubank Jr. and Liam mm-hmm. Smith. Now, I'm a big fan of the Smith family. I like Count Smith, like Liam Smith. Yeah. We've we've watched their mm-hmm. careers forever. Yeah. Uh, Chris Eubank Jr. Fan-ish kind. 
made jokes at his at, to his extent there, but also this was an interesting fight. Uh, I only saw the highlights. How about you? Wait a minute. What do you mean you only saw the highlights? You didn't watch the fight. I I don't have I don't pay for the zone anymore. It was on forty. Yeah, it was yeah, it was it was on ESPN Plus. God damn it! Get your get you your life together. It <laughs> <laughs> got you. Um, so, I saw Liam Smith, who was a shell of himself. Same one who stopped him in the last fight, though. Same one who stopped him. Like he went out there, the way he the, his demeanor when he came out. There was one person who clearly wanted to win, mm. and one person died. And it wasn't nothing special. Chris Eubank Jr. did nothing special. Just outworked him. Gotcha. That's literally it. And then so he was able to get the uh, TKO in uh, in the tenth. Got it. Now, do you think this is the end of Liam Smith? So Liam Smith right now is 33, uh, 33 and four with twenty KOs. Former world title. He's thirty-five. Yeah, former world title holder. He's thirty-five. His record consists of Chris Eubank Jr., Jesse Vargas. Great resume, by the um, way. Sam Eggington, Jaime Munguia, got Liam Williams, you got Canelo. He has a resume that makes me think that it's like, all right, man, I could be done with this. Exactly. That's that's how I felt also. Now, Chris Eubank Jr. is very is at that door also, if not right there on his way out also. Um, now, for I do know for Chris Eubank Jr., They've been he's been trying to get a Connor Ben fight for a minute, and now it looks like it's in the works because it's actually been about two years since Connor Ben got suspended from boxing for failing a taco mm -hmm. beat or something like that. Um, now for Liam, it could be all the tattoos he has and gotten to his skin and could have been <laughs> probably. At most likely, that's what it is. But for Liam Smith, I think he should hang it up. I think his resume says it. Do you do you think Liam Smith is a Hall of Famer? Dude, this. So we've talked. We've talked about this a whole mm -hmm. bunch of times, man. I feel some sort of way about saying who should get in and who should get out. There's a there's clear cut people where you're just like, oh yeah, they should get in, and then those people on. I think it should be categorized in two things. You have your Hall of Famers and you have your World Title holders. Like you know, so we're gonna always have a place for you because at one point in this division, you were a guy. You were a guy. You were the baddest man on the planet, uh, but you, you were the guy. Even then, I understand that logic, but I don't like that logic because a lot of people fought for, you know, vacant titles. So you didn't necessarily Canada have to be Truax the guy. Canada a world champ. You, you don't have to necessarily be the guy. You just have to be. A lot of these things were right time, right place. Mm -hmm. And then you just so happen to be the better man that night. And that doesn't mean you're the actually better man. Yeah. So I, I'm a believer in that, man. I, I'm, Is that, that's how you pick I up women, fail, right? huh? <laughs> That's the same line you use to pick up women. <laughs> you're not the best woman, but you're good enough for tonight. Exactly. <laughs> you're good enough for tonight. So I think I'm going to withhold that just because even though I've been in the ring, I still don't feel like warrant to see who does not belong in there. I agree. It, when when, I can, when I you get that. people like, you know, whether it's a Stephen A. Smith or, you know, whether it's Skip Bayless or Colin Colin. Heard or coward? What was his name? Colin Coward. Yeah, when, when you get people like that, and they're and they get there and they talk about how, you know, I remember Colin Coward went off on Lamar Jackson. He's not a quarterback. He can't do this. It's just like, and shut him up. Saying it, but yeah. these are the, but these are the same people who get to vote into the Hall of Fame mm -hmm. or the NBA Top Fifty, and you know, these are the people who get to go into. That they have to vote in the shrine, so it's just like, nah, man. I don't feel like I don't. I don't feel like I deserve the right to say who can't get in because you know. I agree. Have Dude, you that's ever? A tough one. I'm a fan of the sport. Now I hear names get inducted, and it's like, oh, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. And I've yet to hear a name get inducted where I wasn't like, why? Because you could. Because the thing is, on, on a lot of these people, you can make an argument. For. Yeah. You can make an argument for a lot of people. Yeah. And then I've always think I got 188 podcasts, bro. Which uh, I, I've always <laughs> hell, hell, Rocky's into the Hall of Fame. Watch yourself, bro. <laughs> <laughs> when in the same year as Mike Tyson, you know how much that grinds my gears. But <laughs> it's the these people. 
when I one of the things we talked about when when I listen to or I go on these boxing pages mm -hmm. and I go on the comments, one thing I pride myself on or I try to be is like I, I think I'm pretty open minded mm -hmm. when it comes to you being able to sway me a certain way. Mm -hmm. And I love when a person can make an argument one way or another for why they can't or why they can. It's the reason why the Jordan LeBron debates are so great. Yeah. I mean, no they're debate. great, but we There's all know no Jordan's the GOAT. But but that's neither here we that's neither yes, here nor yes. there. We, we we know Jordan's the GOAT. But the argument for it is just like, hey, this has never been done, this hasn't been accomplished. And you're just like, hmm, I like the way that sounds. That that could make that could give you the case. So anybody could dig, dig deep enough and go, hey, Liam Smith did this for Yes. You know, so long and he had this and he held this. Nobody's been able to do that. So you can always make a story and make a case for him. I agree with that also as well. And as a fan of the sport, it's 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 definitely not my place unless they put my name on the judging panel. Which then I will judge you and then nobody's getting in. No, or everybody gets in because it's a price. So we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out as you go. Now, I, I, while we're talking about greatness here, I have a better question. Than, um are you tired of talking about Crawford versus Spence yet? Honestly, not really. <laughs> because the stories they keep well, they keep coming up. So um Earl Spence if they just did, if they weren't coming up, we'd be at fanboy level at this point. Oh yeah. But so Earl Spence just exercises rematch. Mm -hmm. clause. It so it's I think Terrence Crawford gets to decide whether it's at 147 or 154, but I think they're going 154. Okay, he'll give it to him. Yeah. It's, it's just a rubber match. Yeah. It's, this is just for this is for your pride. Mm-hmm. And it then is. also, his trainer. Okay. Derek what James, about his trainer? He's no longer his trainer. Okay. And and the name that we spoke of earlier, who's in the mix to be his trainer, Roy Jones Jr., possibly. Okay. So who also just lost a fighter, and I can't think of who it is right now off the top of my head. But what do you think about all that? I, I think that bit by bit. Starting with the rematch of 154, the fact Crawford is just too easy. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it should be, I'm better than you. Red, that's your first red flag. I'm better than you. I don't care what weight class. I was just in talks with trying to go to 168 to Canelo. So mm -hmm. making 154 is not going to be Even a problem. Even better. Even better. Yeah. Um, is it possible? It's definitely not outside the realm of possibility that. His trainer, Errol Spence, was trying to tell him maybe not to take the fight, and this is why they might have departed ways. Nobody really knows the details. I think it's, or mo most likely it's just what, Errol Spence just thought maybe you've got me as far as you can go, or you couldn't show me enough. Do you think he's looking to blame anybody else but himself? I'm going to give Earl Spence the benefit of the doubt, and I'm going to say no. Okay. Because he didn't make excuses right after the loss. And then so I I'm, gonna still, I'm, I'm, I'm going to continue to... Let that man have his credit and his dignity, and yes. I'm not going to bring him down on any level. So, yes. no, I'm not saying he's making excuses. Hell, uh, George Foreman fired his whole his whole coaching staff after uh, after he lost to Ali, mm -hmm. went to that depressive slump, you know. But but then also, Terrence Crawford still has his. They talked about they talked about it in uh, like the All Access episode. They said when. He became pro, and he was like, "Hey, man, we think we're gonna give you some trainers that you know are on a different different level." And he's like, "No, I'm staying with my boys." Yeah, and that's what he did. So mm -hmm. that's that's the relationship. Dance. That's the relationship with you and your trainer that mm -hmm. you have, and knowing each other. I think it's the wrong move. I think it is too. I think Especially it's the wrong move, considering that Derek James was trainer of the year last year, mm -hmm. and every. In, in a sport like this, no matter what, there's always room for improvement. Always. In, in everything in life, yeah. there's always room for improvement. Mm -hmm. um, and for the truth, it must be a trust factor that gets broken or isn't just isn't there. And that's outside of money, of course, in politics. That's the only thing I can think of that can that can divide, you know, a fighter and trainer. I think it looks. I think it looks bad. I'm not going to say CC, but it looks bad. It's. I'm not saying he's making an excuse, but I'm like. That was your determining factor, your coaches, your coaching, yeah. and your trainer. That was a determining factor to why you lost the fight. Now I'm all about bringing someone else in for another perspective, yeah. right? And you could even, and even uh, your, your coach could, could take a uh, seat back, a, but a you keep them there. as you will, exactly. And yeah, a Tom Hagen, a Tom Hagen, <laughs> exactly. You know, you don't have to find them digging in the trash, but <laughs> you, you can bring somebody in. Now, yeah. And and I think I think that would be a better method too. Even if it's it's maybe something from being an autistic parent is transitions could be a lot. Mm -hmm. And 
when you tra if you're going to transition to a new trader, you're looking for like an overnight effect that doesn't happen. Uh, not in a, in a loss, and then you're going to continue the rest of your career. Mm -hmm. Okay, a loss and the, a, a beat down, and then going to that same, and you want somebody to start all over. Mm -hmm. Circles don't die squares, man. You are who you are at this point, man. You can add, you can start adding into the fold, That's the ripples into can. the fold, but you're not changing who you are as a boxer, man. I don't know. Uh, I do you see this rematch coming out any, any way different? different? No, not at all. No, not at all. Same Me result. Me neither. Gonna be the same results. Same results for sure. All right, man. I think I think I'm ready to hang it up right here on this one on this note. But with Errol Spence, man, I don't know. I think. I, well, my prediction was wrong. Let me admit that. He's not going to 160. I thought he would go 160 and skip the rematch, but he's taking the rematch clause. So I'll admit that fault there. But for... I think that's pride, too. Yes. I got to. I, if, I can respect that. I, I got to make it... I got to make it... Let's let's make it respectable. Mm -hmm. it's, like, it's like, I'm not going to get torn, but let, let's yes. make it respectable. Definitely, definitely. Now, not many up-and-coming fights coming up this uh, for this month, except for we have Zhang Zhang. Or is it Zhang Zhang uh, versus That's Joe racist. Joyce <laughs> versus Joe Joyce <laughs> <laughs> this, this weekend? And then we have, of course, Charlo. Uh, I'm sorry, Canelo versus Charlo coming up at the end of the month. You ever, so. <laughs> dude? You ever watch Curb Your Enthusiasm? Yes. That's you, man. It's just the whole time I'm watching. I'm like, don't do it, Larry. Don't do it, Larry. Don't don't say it, Larry. Don't do. It. And you do it. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I have to say it so you understand. Make sure you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Square Circle 101. Or hit us up on Instagram at Square Circle 101. Or talk a little smack to us on Twitter at Talking Smack 101. How we winning? I've been a cat too long to get fucked by a kitten. That's the headline for every lesbian porn out there. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, man. I'm out.